in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Before it was naked, naked, naked. Now it's clothe, 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 and some poor bastard's on his hands and knees washing the kitchen floor. What a fantastic (laughs) world we live in. (laughs) This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle. I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I think there's a lot of people that live a female-led dynamic, but don't even realize it. Uh, there's a ton of people out there that live it and they do it. I mean, we were doing it before we even knew we were doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. made majority of the decisions in our life to what we did. When it came to bigger purchases, we always talked about them as a couple. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the majority of the part, 99% of what we did, I made that decision. I made the decision of when holidays were going to be, where we were going to go. You know, I did the books. I raised the children. I made sure I made the decision to what was eating, what the house was going to look like, like everything else. But, and we didn't even know, didn't even know what we were doing. And yet we were just doing it. It was just part of life. It just felt right. It felt natural. Yeah. It was just part of life. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, and and I don't know where my subby will put this specifically, but I have (laughs) been on, so Miss Stacy and PJ have, and PJ's here. He's just not being allowed to talk right now. He's just all listening. (laughs) But you guys have a radio show. We do. Tell me a little bit about your work. So we have more than just a show. We have a whole station. Right. Um, uh, Can I say the name? Yeah. Okay with that? Yeah. Okay. It is gtforadio.ca. It is an internet-based radio station that um, talks about a variety of stuff, everything from swinging lifestyle right through to FLR to whatever else we can find to talk about that's alternative. We live broadcast Tuesdays and Thursdays from starting at about four o'clock Mountain Standard Time, right through, depending on the night, right through till eight o'clock Mountain Standard Time. And we have everything from pro dominatrixes to 
an awesome hot little swinger giving the news about what's going on in the community nice. to a set of wonderful ladies who talk about their their experiences in the sexual realm of the world and life and dating and everything to do with that. We have a show where the guys come on and they, they do scotch cigars and heels and they talk everything about scotch cigars and women. Love it. Pretty much. And their experiences with them all. <laughs> Love it. So that's just a taste of some of what we do, but yeah. And then you actually have a show and you talk specifically about female-led relationships. I talk about a little bit of everything, but yep. the premise of my show is FLR, female-led relationships. Yes. And we talk about that. I talk about, um, or anything that has to do with women in general. So um, if it's, if a female's doing an unusual career, I'll have her come on and we'll chat with her. Um, if it's um, about um, where I'm trying right now to round up some guys to come on and talk about STIs, which I think are huge in mm -hmm. this lifestyle mm -hmm. and in any lifestyle. So it's a variety of everything that we talk about. Sometimes it's my experience on a bad date or a good date. I did a whole summer of Craigslist. Oh. So we, we, we spent a summer invest, checking out Craigslist. And I turned that into a whole summer of shows. Oh, I bet those are fantastic. Dating experience. Fan-fucking-tastic, <laughs> I would guess. Ooh, or a big nightmare. I guess either it or. It was a nightmare. I bet. I didn't get nothing out of that deal, but it made some, some great material. You know, um, if only some of the guys knew that I dated, that uh, they were actually show material. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got, sometimes you got to take one for the team. So, but yeah, so yeah, I talk about everything and anything that I can. I can put a link to your station in my show notes. Wicked. That would be great. So that people can find you. So when we're not broadcasting, we do replays. We will put them up and they'll run for a few weeks and then they go, we'll move into our archive system. Do you still have a couple clubs or did you do you not have those anymore after COVID? Um, no, actually the Calgary Adult Playground Club did come back. It is currently still running and it runs events Wednesday to Saturday. And we, we actually, this Saturday is our hot wife night. Cuckold Hot Wife Night is this Saturday. And what does that look like from a club experience? It's great, actually. Um, we get lots of couples that that is their lifestyle. They, she's a hot wife or they live the cuckold lifestyle. And um, we bring in the bulls. And they these are guys that we've met and we've known. Mm -hmm. And um, they intermingle and get to know each other. And it gives them an opportunity to either meet somebody new or to go and have some play or whatever it is that they want from that evening. It's That's a no-pressure environment, but it gives them lots of opportunity to uh to expand on that. Well, and it seems like a, a safe space too. You know what I mean? Like that's always my biggest fear. Like I haven't done a ton of cuckolding, but the experiences that I've had, it's hard to find somebody, you know, I mean, you don't, you, you don't go to Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, for real. That was a summer experiment. <laughs> oh, oh. You are a braver woman than me. That's what I use PJ for. <laughs> I like it so much. And listen, I'm sorry. Does PJ have anything that he wants to say or add? To I any don't know. I mean, I don't know what he can hear if you have the headset on. He can't hear nothing. Oh. Did you want to chat? Come, you can do the subby perspective. All right. I'm going to turn you over to him. Awesome. 
Hello. Hello. Everything she told you is not true. (laughs) We've been talking about you this whole time, so I figured we should probably let you say your piece. Well, you know, ask me whatever you would like, and I will tell you. Well, tell us who you are. I'm Peter, but I go by the name of Daddy Bear PJ. Actually, let me rephrase that. I go PJ, and then uh, uh, my radio online presence is Daddy Bear PJ. I like it. I kind of have that age about me. (laughs) That distinguished (laughs) age. Well, yeah, it's something like that. (laughs) So we just kind of discussed like how long you and Miss Stacy have been participating in female-led relationship. And she'd mentioned that, you know, you brought to her the chastity and the cuckolding dynamic to your female-led relationship. Do you have any advice for the men out there? Because they're usually the ones instigating this or bringing it to the attention of their spouse. Do you have any advice for them <laughs> on how to approach their wife? You know, that, that that's a common question. We get that quite often. Mm-hmm. You know, running the club, we get a lot of questions there. And on the radio, we get a lot of questions. And one of the things that, that I always tell other gentlemen and even other women you know, that are kind of looking at it is take a look at it. Be careful what you read on the internet because mm-hmm. it'll scare you. Books and things, there's plentiful, but again, take it with a grain of salt what you're reading. Start slow. Mm-hmm. You know, as in the swinging lifestyle, there's first soft, soft swap, you know, which is, you know, typically two couples in the same room, but they're staying together as couples. Mm-hmm. And then there's the next level of hard swap. If you can get to that level, well, then maybe you can go even to the next level sure. and so on and so forth. But start slow. Be aware of each other's feelings because we've seen it go both ways. We've seen it where female wants to go whole hog mm-hmm. and the guy's going, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, he's not ready. Uh, definitely not. Even so, he brought it up. Right. You know, and uh, things can go sideways very, very quickly. And they have. We've seen it. So in your experience with cuckolding and things like that, you know, like I said, usually it's the men that approach the women. But uh, I think that sometimes when that first experience happens, you're not really ready for all the emotions. Would you say like the first time that you guys experienced cuckolding or you gave it, you know, your first experience with cuckolding, were you shocked by any of the emotions that you felt or did you feel pretty ready? No, I, 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 I've always been a little bit different than most. Um, That's what my son says too. Yeah. um, I, I, even from my very early, um, as I started to discover my own thoughts and ideas and stuff, I would say mid teens, Mm -hmm. um, I could not, stay connected with one female. I had numerous females, you know, and although they didn't like it, I just went, well, yeah, too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Next, (laughs) you know, I I never really kind of uh, hooked in with with anybody. And Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, it wasn't until late 20s uh, that I, you know, came across Miss Stacy. And, of course, she was pretty open at that time, too. Mm So if she wanted to go out or go do something, that was fine by me, mm-hmm. you know, go do your thing. If you want to go have fun and go do something and, and if it goes into something extra, Hey, 
maybe I'll get lucky and you'll tell me about it. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Would you guys say that you were swingers before you were, I mean, did you guys participate in swinging before you really got into oh, the female-led relationship oh, yeah. aspect? Yeah, De- definitely. Because way back then, you know, if, if you look into the uh, mid-80s, later 80s, early 90s, nobody knew what cuckold was right. or i mean they they barely knew what a dominatrix was mm-hmm. you know although they did exist mm-hmm. but they were very very underground these types of things that they, they, they just weren't there i mean you just have to go look at the uh penthouse stories yeah right the, i read you know, those a lot you've read those a lot I loved, them. <laughs> loved the penthouse stories i mean so much you know was there any truth in those things? Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe. No, but they were hot to read. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it was real or not. It worked for me. It worked for you. That's right. So I think we all read them, you know, and then along came porn. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, of course, when you started to get into the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, a lot of uh, um, fetish and kink and BDSM came into play and and all those things. And now, of course, as everything's transitioning and, and moving along, you can hardly open up a porn channel and it isn't have some sort of reference to cuckolding. Mm-hmm. And now it's even moving into FLR, you know. Before it was naked, naked, naked. Now it's clothed, 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 and some poor bastard's on his hands and knees washing the kitchen floor. What a fantastic <laughs> world we live in. <laughs> so when you look at that whole turnaround, yep. you go like, oh, I think things have maybe evolved a little bit here. <laughs> well, and I think it's really interesting, too, because the younger generation, like, you know, the, the I don't know, the younger 20s ish now are so fluid. And I think the non-monogamy and the different relationship dynamics, I mean, some of it might be getting a little carried away, but to each their own. But I am so curious to see what things look like when I'm in my fifties or my sixties and what relationships look like then, because I think it's come a long way, even since we started our female-led relationship. Yeah. No, I, 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 we, I, and I know we agree with you, um, watching, you know, our, our kids are, um, you know, mid to late thirties and, and, uh, then we are watching our grand boys coming up the ladder here, they're mid teens, even talking to a lot of the people that are members of our clubs or they're doing shows on our radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that's mm-hmm. one of the prerequisites for doing a show on a radio. You got to live the lifestyle. Yeah. If you don't live it, don't come here and you want to do a radio show. Right. Because right. you won't be able to, to speak truth. You know? Oh, you yeah. Won't be able to, because if you're just making something up, that's exactly, you're going to read penthouse stories <laughs> and you're going to come right. to the table with right. penthouse stories. With misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, we started to see it already probably about eight, ten years ago mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, clubs like ours were going to have to change. So I don't know how or we still haven't figured it out mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this younger group is not coming out to a club like this, nor do they need to. Right. They don't need to. They, they, they're living it every day. Yeah, they're totally open and... On the note of your kids and grandkids, 
Miss Stacy and I were talking about, you know, she kind of, we were talking about what do you say if people ask you about the lifestyle that you live? And, you know, she mentioned that you guys tend to surround yourself with people who are either living a lifestyle that's outside of the, the traditional or whatever. But do your kids and grandkids know the, yes. the lifestyle? Yes, they do. Yeah. And how how did your kids take it? I mean, have they known since they were young, you guys have been participating in this? Yeah, they've, they've known since we were, they were young. Our uh, daughter, no problem. Do what you want. Whatever makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Our son, eh, he's a little bit more, you know, don't tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. And we don't, right. We don't rub it in anybody's face. Right. You know, even, even uh, the people that, that we, let's call it hang with mm-hmm. they're in the same situation and uh you know it, we got one friend where one morning um three guys come stumbling out of her bedroom and the kids you know i mean they're in their teens yeah are just yeah. kind of waking up rubbing the sleep out of their eye and counting the guys coming down the stairs sure. <laughs> that's I mean, pretty extreme yes. but <laughs> I think, though, that, I mean, that's one thing that I have really tried to do with my kids. I want to make sex an open conversation. Like, I always want my kids to feel comfortable coming to me and asking me questions about sex or, you know, my daughter, like, hey, I feel this way. Is this normal or whatever? Because I don't know that I had that when I was younger. And I think that there's such a stigma that I have to overcome that is so attached to sex because I grew up Catholic. So I think that, you know, I'm trying to do the exact opposite. And sometimes I wonder if I've gone too far. Like if I (laughs) broach my kids privacy a little, I mean, I don't, but you know, no, I don't want to traumatize them. They will take and interpret that information, whatever way Mm -hmm. that they do. But you know, one thing again, like everybody we know, look at, you know, it's, it's about respect it's about respect for yourself. It's about making sure that you live the way you want to live. Now, that doesn't mean you go out and do all kinds of, right. you know, mean and nasty things. Let's just call them that. Right. You know, right. You, you have to respect other people around you, nor mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. you disrespect yourself. Right. Um, don't put yourself into a situation that you're going to regret, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, yeah, we were built to have certain feelings. We were built to conjure up ideas in our head, you know, and uh, it's not out of the norm. I mean, you can watch Game of Thrones and they had little BDSM acts in there. Right. You know, I mean, I haven't seen that, but I have. You're not the first person that has said that. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's quite common. And if we even go back a number of years ago, many sitcoms um, alluded to you know, polyamorous type lifestyles mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and what have you, although they didn't directly say it, but right. the, they were there. You just had to catch you know. the hidden hints. Yeah. You just had to catch the hidden hints. Yep. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you feel like people should know? <laughs> well, again, I, I think, you know, the, the big thing is for one, for people that are looking at this and I heard Miss Stacy say it too, is that be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is going to be people that, no, this just ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. And respect that. Yeah. 
and respect your own thoughts and opinions. Mm -hmm. But don't be closed-minded because somebody else is living it. Right. Okay? And that's tough to do. Yeah, it is. That's very difficult. Um, And and for those that have been in it for a number of years, um, I, I don't think there's any need to go running down Main Street you know, with a big sign that says, uh, you know, FLR all the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think there's any need for that. But by the same token, um, if somebody asks you a question, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to answer it honestly. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I need to work on. I think it and I learned that going to these last couple of conventions that we've been to about podcasting. You know, I have to work on my elevator pitch because my favorite parts of our dynamic are the chastity and the pegging. So I tend to try and lead with that. And that's a little bit aggressive for somebody that isn't in the lifestyle. <laughs> so Yeah, it would be. <laughs> you got to back off a little bit. You know, like when we're talking to people at the campground, I don't really have to hold back. But when I'm talking to people in maybe more of a professional manner... You know, I have to figure out, I, so I've kind of figured, you know, I, I tell them that my podcast is, you know, about sex positivity and relationship styles and, you know, we talk about different dynamics and so I'm getting there. I mean, I'll be professional someday. <laughs> I won't just break out the strap on and talk about pegging. Yeah, Although, there you go. We need to erase the stigma around that because it's fantastic. But yep, I appreciate both of you. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR Consulting via messages and video and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.